Hi, this is Sedge Thompson. Welcome to this special audio highlights podcast from West Coast Live. For more information about our shows and other guests and podcasts, wcl.org. Painter who wanders from place to place. Her view from the studio. We please welcome San Francisco painter and artist Meredith Trombel. Thank you. <laughs> Notice how I made that distinction between painter and artist. I'm not sure why I did, but well, it's a distinction which can be made. There's many kinds of artists who are not painters. I do occasionally do other things. Um, Actually, I mean, this past couple of weeks, I've been thinking about what kind of food I am. What kind of food you are? What kind of food I am. I know after the holidays, we're all looking at the scales and thinking, hmm, candied yams, peanut brittle, fruitcake, but that's not quite what I mean. And in order to explain, I'm going to take the long way around and tell you about going hunting with my father. Now, this is a story in the great tradition of my father's stories. For his hunting stories, he sets the scene. The USGS has nothing on him when it comes to cartographic detail. He will talk you past the old farmsteads, under each fence, and place you precisely north, south, east, or west of a hay bale, bush, or tuft of grass. Because, of course, hunters are always looking for a place to hide. Now, if your eyes haven't crossed by this time from trying to follow the directions, then the story here usually starts to get good, at least if you like animal stories. And this is where, in what part of the country? So, there we were, in the cab of a pickup, heading out into the farms around Goodland, Kansas. Now this is out in the very flat part of Kansas where you can just see for miles and miles. And the only cover really, there isn't much uh, vegetation even. It was a real desert before farmers came in and planted a few trees around their, their homesteads. So the only cover is really like little gullies and places where water has eroded and uh, around the farmsteads where there are trees. So. We're in the cab of this pickup. My father, a minister, me, a vegetarian, and a quiver of razored arrows. It's 6.30 a.m. and the frost on the fields picks up a rosy glow from the dawn sky. I'm in the truck because I want to get to know my father better. My father's in the truck because he goes out every single day to scout. Hunting with a bow, as he does, he has to be able to get really close to get a shot. and. Uh, he goes out every morning and sees what the animals are doing. He checks off the little herds of deer like so many appointments. Down to the left there, just past that tree, they'll be heading up that creek there to feed. Uh, wild turkeys just around the bend. And then the next deer up around the south lease. The morning's air is quiet and he's given up on actual hunting. Uh, without the wind, the animals can hear him sneaking up on them too easily. So we jounce into a pasture and stop on a little rise to look at the deer on the next ridge. Suddenly, over the near horizon, just in front of the nose of the pickup, ears appear. We freeze. A curious mule deer climbs into sight not 30 yards away. I can see her really clearly as she lifts her nose up into the air, trying to smell us. Her nose wiggles like a rabbit, and she just stands there looking at us, close enough to shoot right in front of my vegetarian eyes, all cellular tissue, courtesy of cruelty-free produce and grains. I suspect uh, that my father and I were both a little relieved that the bow was in the back of the pickup. Now, I don't like the thought of killing animals, so I don't eat them. 
But out with my father, I felt like I saw a different kind of love for animals with his enthusiasm and study and care for his territory as a predator. And it got me thinking about those small issues, you know, life, death, all that kind of stuff. And thinking about how we're all food for something, you can't avoid it. And being an artist is a way of trying to go on being food. I mean, the greatest honor for an artist is to continue to be food after you're gone. Unknown, unnamed Egyptian artists are still feeding our minds at this very minute. So. Did you and your father talk about this at all, or was it kind of a silent ride in the cab? Well, there was a silent ride. Like, we didn't, he didn't really say, I don't think he could say, gee, I'm glad I didn't have to shoot that deer in front of you. you know? <laughs> but um, it, there was a nice kind of coming together for us. If you know, I tried to understand something which was really important to him and has been important since he was a very small child feeding his family with squirrels you know, during the Depression. Um, I mean, his parents and his, his birth family. You I didn't have to eat squirrels. <laughs> I mean, that might have made me a vegetarian, but that wasn't quite the thing. Um, and so it was a nice moment of coming together and he, you know, really attempting to share that with me and you know, making it easy on me, I think. So the next time you go to a store, uh, where, whereabouts in the food chain are you going to pick something to eat? <laughs> well, I don't think I'm going to give up my lawn standing habit, but you know, I don't think I'm going to look at the meat eaters with such a jaundiced eye. I'm just going to think, well, you know, it's all food. Meredith Trumbull, the review from the studio. This is Edge Thompson. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Try out others from West Coast Live right here, and we look forward to having you in one of our audiences one day. For more information, wcl.org.